0: Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of my podcast. We have a very special guest today, joining all the way from Paranyake and Manila. We got Sagrado joining the podcast. Hi Steven, hi Odren. Hi Chan, nice meeting you today. It's the first time meeting you.
1: <laughs> we're, so on- we're so honored, we're so honored
2: to be to to be one of your guests here
0: right i think i've seen you guys in in the gigs and i think you guys played with some other bands as well so i've seen you somehow i remember but i mm-hmm. i don't think we have we ever talked in a gig right
1: yes that's right because uh i think it's kind of busy on that day
0: right so so how are you guys how's how's my, how's the situation now you know I think the pandemic is kind of ending now, right?
1: <laughs> correct, correct. That's true. How about you, Arden? How's the
2: situation? Um,
0: um, so, currently, the there. pandemic
2: is already ending. So uh, most most of us who are working from home are starting to move back to the offices. Uh, there's still some that will keep on working from home. Um, it's quite easier to travel now than when the pandemic started since there are there are easy, uh, easily public transportations that are available already. Unlike when it started, there's really, you, you can't ride anything. You have to take a bike or take a cab.
0: Mm. So guys, how, how was the last two years? I mean, you know, there were a lot of, you know, it, 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 Philippines was hit quite badly with last two years, right? And we had, I think we had the longest lockdown, I think in probably in the world. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so how, how was the, this pandemic for you guys? How, how did it uh, affect you personally? And how did it affect the band?
1: Um, actually, it's uh, kind of good uh, because way back in the normal times, like uh, uh, we usually go to the recording studio, but we learned something new like for this uh, album that we have today, which is The Abysmal Slaughter of the Dead. um, We learned some new skills to record it online, through online. And uh, we just sent some files, and uh, it's just like a puzzle that uh, we need to solve online. So we are happy on the outcome or the results of this album because we made it to the pandemic.
0: right. Right. Uh, so, so would you introduce yourself and let me know what you do in the band, and also introduce your other members. So uh, I'll
2: start. Um, I'm Audren and I play the bass in the band. Uh, we have Mac, which plays it, Who who plays the our uh, drums? There's also Gene and Jay. They both play the guitars. And then Stephen?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm the vocalist. My name is Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> so, fortunately, I'm the vocalist.
0: <laughs> right. The frontman. The visceral gutturals, right? 24. Yes.
2: Uh, <laughs> the,
1: uh, I uh, sing gutturals from Sagrado because the genre is brutal death metal. So, we are a five piece uh, uh, band. Um, the others are kind of busy as of the moment because of their work because right. their work is like a shifting schedule sometimes on the weekend they do have some jobs to do so that's the reason me and Auden are available today
0: right right so so before we talk about the band can you tell me a little bit about your childhood and like <laughs> what's your earliest memory of music
1: um The earliest memory of my music that was, uh, when I was uh, in preschool, I remembered my mom uh, used to purchase some cassette tapes back in the day. I think it was on the 90s. And uh, I'm not into, I mean, of course we're not usually into metal on that time because I don't know, but uh, on that time it was an alternative alternative band was introduced here in the Philippines. Like, they're well-known in the Philippines. They're like Beatles in the Philippines. Like, uh, if you're familiar with heads, like, yeah. <laughs> my mother bought that uh, tape, and then that's the time that I was so amazed, like, oh, I-, I want to be in the member of a band. Like, I want to be someday, like, I want to be like them. So that's the, that's the day that I was amazed being a musician, so so cool.
0: So Steven, you were you were involved with like singing and stuff early on, or were you involved with music early on? No, not. Um, before I was a, a skater.
1: Like, um, you know, sk- skateboarding is my passion before. But uh, when I learned how to play guitar, uh, I was hooked up with my fellow skate mate, and uh, it's just like uh, we we're just tripping by like we formed like a band like we covered some songs i remember it's like a post hardcore band and as time goes as time goes by like uh, the band got dissolved you know um the passion is not there anymore from some f- members and that's the time that i came to sagrado because they noticed my i think they noticed my skills as a frontman so that's the time I was uh, being recruited by uh, the member of Sagrado, the, the uh, what I call this, like the pioneers or the pioneer member of Sagrado, which is Jin. So yeah, that's a story behind of Sagrado when I was uh, <laughs> the first day of being a vocalist.
0: <laughs> right.
2: So how about you, Audrey? For my childhood and music, I remember our family liked to. Uh, do karaoke so they sing a lot. So I remember my father used to sing uh, songs by Nazareth and then sometimes he plays songs for from Metallica with uh, on our music system. And when I, when I came around high school, I started listening to other heavier bands. Uh, I started also playing bass at around that time because I was really into Mudbane that time. And that's also, uh, I was learning bass and guitar at the same time. So I I tried applying what I learned on guitar through bass and then vice versa. So around that time, I was also skating. So I also met Stephen while skating, aside from band projects. So it just evolved from that um I joined Sagrado around right at the release of the first album because the bassist the original bassist had to uh go overseas for work so I stepped in during the second leg from on the first album release so that's pretty much how I got into Sagrado and into bass playing
0: Right so so uh do you guys remember when you when you first heard death metal? Like, what was your like first memory of listening to death metal, or how did you discover death metal?
1: As far as I remember, when I was in college, like uh, I used to, I man, I noticed Cannibal Corpse, which is uh, the vocalist back then is I think it's uh, Chris Barnes. Mm. He has so. Uh, very low gutturals I noticed on the on their album, like uh, on my first impression, like how can I, uh, how can I understand this lyrics, or is there? A, I mean, are there any lyrics on this kind of uh, genre? Right. I was so curious, and then uh, when I totally researched some bands, like uh, um, they call it death metal. So, aside from listening to Cannibal Corpse, I move on to another band. Like for example, um, uh, brutal death band de- Devourment, mm. and also some of the pioneers from the brutal death metal scene, in the U.S., which is Discord, uh, right? Um, and of course, uh, when I was in college, like uh, I was so shocked. Like uh, there are so so many bands in death metal scene, and the good thing about listening to death metal, uh, you're you're not gonna easily be bored listening to it because you're exploring about the culture itself the style of uh, the enunciation of the vocal words, because you're so curious, how can they do that kind of style? So I think that's pretty so much about it. When I first uh, uh, noticed that metal
2: way back in college.
0: Right. How about you, Adron?
2: Mm, for me, that's around that, Time when I was skating. So I was trying to search for well, in high school, I was already into uh into mudbane, so I started to dig deeper. So I was trying to look for soundtracks that I could listen while I'm skating. So I during my research, I came on to Slayer, and then from there it was an endless spiral because I <laughs> I just saw uh, suffocation um uh dayside uh, decapitated and i just kept on searching and searching, searching. and uh, adding more to my playlist whenever i skated so that's how the influence came right
0: right so when when you guys came into like doing you know doing the bands and you know start playing was there any influence from the local bands any of the local bands
1: uh, yeah of course there are some local bands that uh, we uh, we idolize and influence with. um like for example from our own scene like loss of control um and the drummer is a friend of mine and uh, at that time uh, we we're not friends but uh, Some of my friends introduced this uh, band. Like They they said that uh, they're the pioneers of the brutal or grind metal scene in the Philippines. And I was so curious and I tried to drop by and listen to their songs and I was totally stunned. Like like on that day, I didn't know that there are some local bands who plays this kind of extreme metal music. And... um, one band that I uh, used to idolize in the vocals, which is Down From The Wound, from Alongapol City. Mm. So they are also considered one of the pioneers of Brutal death Metals in the Philippines. So if you guys watching, I highly recommend that band as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, yeah. <clears throat> so you, you guys actually already said how you guys uh, joined Sagrado, but... Before you guys joined the band, how did you, uh, did you know about the band? Did you went to the Sacrado Geeks before? Like, tell me a little bit about that.
2: Um, there's uh, back uh, back then uh, I have a, a different band. I was playing lead guitars on that band and it's like more on a, a, a mainstream pop punk style. Um. The, our drummer, RG, had this studio where everyone mostly in Paranaque, well, there's uh, other studios, but mostly the ones from our area uh, do their band practice there, and that's where we all hang out, that's actually where I first saw Stephen, so um, Sagrado also practices there. Uh, Bloodshed also used to practice there in Sound Zoo. So that's how our community here in our area got built up. So um, different bands all coming into one studio and uh, sometimes hang out while the while one while one band is practicing, the others would hang out just at the front. Sometimes have some drinks, and from there we uh, we get invited. Uh, invited to other each other's gigs and sometimes if someone needs um, sessions or session members or permanent members that's how also it came to and that's actually how I got into Sagrad as well. Um, they mentioned that the original basis was gonna go abroad so I I, st- I basically stepped in
0: right right so um uh, what i love about like you know i've been to a lot of gigs in the philippines i've been to a lot of underground gigs as well so so th- i mean there's a sort of a mainstream uh, scene there but but i i really love the underground scene especially the brutal death you know sort of that sort of thing uh what do you like like about the scene in the philippines uh, especially the the brutal death scene or or the underground scene
1: Yeah, I totally like the camaraderie because um, mm. it's like uh, we're comrades uh, when it comes to this matter. And the good thing about that is, uh, you know, you, we are welcome to this kind of music as long as we have our same perspective when it comes to the extreme metal music here in the Philippines scene. Mm. And uh, you can easily approach the band like i mean i'm putting myself uh, like uh, like a listener if i'm a listener when uh, i was not in sagrado before you can easily approach the band they're very humble and uh, it's like you can easily interact with them as a friend so that's a good thing about the scene here in the philippines
0: right uh ordinary, you want to add anything yeah
2: um here in the, under, in the underground scene, uh, as, as Stephen said, it's all about a camaraderie. It's like a one big family. So uh, some people think that, oh, they're playing extreme metal. They must be snobbish and that type. No, uh, after their gig, uh, give them a holler and just talk to them. They'll be friendly and talk to you back. Uh, talk back to you, uh, have some, if you have some questions about their gear, how uh, about influences, everyone's uh, willing to share their thoughts on it. That's basically how we, yeah. <laughs> every, every night, uh, every gig night, that's how everything goes. Uh, we just uh, approach each other, uh, have some drinks, uh, talk about influences, talk about gear, and other stuff that's basically there for the night. So everyone's friends as well.
0: Yes. So so Steven, I, I I started listening to some of the songs on your on your band camp. And uh there is this song on I think it's from your second 2014 album. I think uh-huh. it's called Bastardized by the what what is that? Bastardized by the right? decrepit decrepit hobbies. hobbies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a song called Bukake on Slot, <laughs> right? I've been listening <laughs> to that a lot.
2: <laughs>
1: correct,
0: correct. Yeah. To be honest, that's
1: our favorite song when we play it live. Um, that's
2: usually our opener song.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know why. I mean, it's obvious why it's famous, right? <laughs> correct, correct.
1: I don't know, but uh, the reason that song was created because uh, from our previous drummer, the, the original <laughs> member before, like he, he loves to, I mean, he loves to entitle some songs we is related to I, I don't know if it's porn gore what what do you call it like mm. necroporn something sure. like that <laughs> and me uh also yeah we were all grown-ups and yeah I usually watch some j uh, jav uh, videos from the Japanese uh, we've been I mean I'm also uh, uh, influenced by uh, Japanese Japanese culture I love uh, watching animes reading mangas itself like and as you know, the term Bukage is a Japanese word, like uh, I think <laughs> we collaborated that kind of idea from our drummer and my perspective. So that's uh, yeah, that's the story behind that song. <laughs> the title came to be. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so So you guys are now working with uh, this record label, Pathologically Explicit Recording, right? That's from Spain, right? Um, uh, tell me how that relationship started. How how that happened.
2: Um, how about you, other? Do you want to? Uh, yeah,
0: do you want to answer that
1: question?
2: Actually, the story would start from you. Uh, how mm-hmm. how you got in contact with them? Uh, yeah, of course, sure.
1: Um, it was uh, from the second album, um, the bastardized from the decrepit Horror Beast album. Um, It was recommended by my friend as well. And I tried to submit some of our songs and he is uh, very easily to get business with, to be honest with you. Um, Yeah. Shout outs to Fernando, um, the owner of the pathological label. So yeah, as time goes by, uh, it's uh, easily to communicate with him in Facebook. So we, when we do have like a, new materials and I'm just uh, reach with him. Like if you're interested to release this uh, with us and yeah, as he as like I said earlier, like it's easily uh, to get deal with when it comes to that matter and that relations, uh, that relationships uh, grow even today in 2022, that trust uh, grows uh, more further. And uh, we are totally honored that we are in that roster in the record labels roster, because uh, some of his rosters are also well known uh, internationally. Um, I don't know if you notice some of his rosters from the label. Yeah, I I I cannot name some of their rosters because
0: uh, there are many bands he handles. Right, but but I I I really love that how they even in their Facebook they're like really dedicated for extreme music, right? Yes, correct. Yes, yes,
1: exactly. They even uh, support the physical material, even today. And also the the distros, it's still active, although we are in a digital world. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's also one good thing about the brutal scene right now, um, trading stuffs and also the, the culture. It's uh, totally mixed up. Also uh, the cool merchandises like the t-shirts, the you know other merchandise like hoodies and stuff it's so active like there are lots of a record label internationally and they just uh, send the materials and I think that's the, the network came through because of mm-hmm. that kind of uh, that type kind of partnership.
0: Right. So when you're writing these songs, making this music, how does the what, what's the inspiration where does the inspiration comes from all this you know you know you're not writing about you know happy stuff right mostly it's about you know <laughs> very brutal things so how does how does that comes in where does that comes in
1: so when i write some uh, songs yeah i totally agree with you like it's not a happy song sometimes uh, i put myself uh into my uh, imagination like what if this is the end of the world what will happen Mm. Um, yeah those kind of stuff and uh, this is just for entertainment only like I imagine myself as a serial killer so that's why I write that kind of uh, uh, lyrics or some words in that uh, tracks because of that uh, I imagine myself as a serial killer or also like uh, a psychopath but it's just, uh, in my imagination, it's just for entertainment. Uh, as you know, it's uh, in real life, it's not going to happen because you, you're going to get in jail. Mm. And I'm a family man. I, I don't want to jeopardize that kind of <laughs> kind of <laughs> life. I don't want to go inside. Like, it's, it's totally uh, insane. How about you, Arden? How do you normally write your bass? Uh, I'm also curious about the bass notes.
2: Uh, for my bass lines, it's, it's mostly... Uh... It's it mostly f- coming from the team, if we have a specific team that's uh, dis- designated for that track or for the whole album itself. Yeah, um, mo- I sometimes take uh, influences and excerpts from other sources of music, like uh, aside from Brutal Death, I also listen to, uh, like Stephen, I also watch anime, so I also listen to Japanese rock. So. So I sometimes take uh, inspirations from their way of playing and try to incorporate it into my my own playing here in Sagrado. Um
0: so so you guys said the 2021 album that that was done different compared to the previous albums because this was done more of online, right? So yes. uh, was that was that difficult uh or did you find did you really find a new way of doing it? Was it difficult to do the, the new album?
2: Mm, it, it was difficult uh, at the start since we're still getting used to our the software and how we should do our recording, how we should mm-hmm. plan um, our gear, uh, everything, uh, how our sound should turn out. But once we got one song done, it's basically... Uh, the template is already there so we just have to make minor adjustments for the next songs so nice. we just keep on sending our files to each other and do you think uh I, we'll, we'll ask each other do you think i should change this or this is part 1 this is part 2 which would you think would be much Ever. better to use yeah. and mostly like that
0: right so so this album Uh, were you guys able to already play live these songs? Did you get the opportunity to play live or you're doing it now?
1: Um, Yeah, uh, right now, we play one of the, yeah, on the album, one track, which is the music video that we release in Slam Worldwide. The title is Fujiwara Effect. And on this coming September, we're going to play more about the, in this current album, because that's going to be our anniversary gig. And if you're free on that time, you can easily drop by and yeah, um, you can watch the show. It's gonna be happening September twenty-four in the Quezon City. So it's gonna mm-hmm. be uh, to be announced soon. Uh, for more details, also with with some extreme metal bands in the Philippines that we invite, which is really uh, close to our hearts to our brotherhood. So yeah, um, regarding to your question about. The songs that we're planning it to play live because since it was released last year and uh, we just play one track at the moment. I think the Actually, gig that two. we had...
2: Oh, yeah, two. We played one of our songs before the album was, uh, was released. It was like a teaser for Correct. everyone. They didn't know there was a new song already. <laughs> <laughs> we just surprised them. Here we have a new song. Oh, what? <laughs> exactly.
1: So... Uh, yeah that's how we play
0: the new tracks right now right so uh, i what I notice is the underground metal scene even still it's still kind of limited to Metro Manila right Metro Manila and uh, but i like I like that now we are seeing other places like you know the guys in nuevaevaia they 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 started their own thing, so there are gigs happening there. So are you guys looking forward to like playing around the Philippines?
2: Yes, definitely. Um, we actually miss... Uh, back then, before the pandemic started, we we managed to play around Quezon province, in Tebas. Um We also had gigs lined up for other parts of the country. Um, I wish we could have made it there because that would be fun and a different experience since it's going to be a different part, but well, the pandemic hit, so we all had to stay home and be on lockdown. So that's the, actually, that's the only bad thing that for us currently with when the pandemic hit, we weren't, we weren't able to go to the, to other gigs that were being planned during that time.
0: Right. The, the, the one thing that I really hate is that a lot of people think like if you're a metalhead or if you like, you know, if you're in the scene, they, they think they look at you as a degenerate or like, you know, some sort of outcast <laughs> or like, but I know that there are a lot of intelligent, there are a lot of people who's like contributing like to the society and that there's a lot of people out there. So what do you think about that?
1: I totally agree with you because I experienced that on work. Um I felt them I in mean, sometimes. I felt like a weirdo to them. It right. just so happened when I, uh, uh, when I tried to think about it, it's just like we're so advanced with them. Because come to think about it, like we're listening uh, metal music, but they, they cannot relate to that music. They just uh, listen to the regular type of uh, genres that they used to. But, uh, here, uh, like we, we usually do, like we research. So we research if uh, you already uh, finished with this album of this uh, type of a metal album. We totally research for another band. Like uh, that's a good thing about being a metal head. Um, we are thinking in advance.
2: For <laughs> <do you> <laughs> for people who think like that, uh, I just don't think about them. I don't want to bring myself down to their level. We're more advanced. Like Stephen said, we're more advanced than them because we, we learn how to appreciate a different kind of music but them, they're just stuck to, the, uh, to their usual routine. So mm-hmm. you just don't need uh, we just don't mind them basically. Uh, we don't need to bring ourselves to their level. Uh, we don't miss their music but they some, some of them try to diss our taste. So mm-hmm. No argument needed. We don't need to go down to their level.
0: <laughs> right. Nicely said.
1: <laughs> you know what? The the best feeling about that, if you have like a, a friend, it's kind of curious, like he's not into metal, and you uh brought your friend to the show, and on the next day he will ask for more metal shows. Like I'm, you know, in some way I'm I'm honored or I feel proud about that because I'm over him. to the dark side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the cult. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> right. So so Steven, what's and ordinary you both you can mention like what's the plan for the band for the next year, upcoming year, this part of the this year. So what's the plan for the band? What's going to happen?
1: How about you, Audren? Do you know any rumors? What's the plan? <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: there's gonna be new songs that's gonna be made. Uh, it's already some of them are already in the works. Uh, more gigs. <laughs> that's that's uh also what's in the plan. More gigs. Uh, to get back to people that we haven't seen during this pandemic so we'd like to go out there and bring our music out there
1: correct yeah and yeah I totally agree with Auden. Uh, we are planning to create a new album on this next year uh, 2023 we will start writing songs again because uh, we do have a, a new drummer right now he was uh, he joined is this this year or last year last year last year he joined the uh, band last year, which is on the process of the current album, but, uh, we need to write the songs originally that he already joined the band. So in that way, uh, he will not going to be, I mean, he will be comfortable playing the songs that he totally composed with. So I think that's the reason that we're going to make a, a new album in a rush because of that. Uh, I also agree to that, uh, because uh, if you're just going to, I mean, if you're the drummer and then if you're going to cover our previous drummers' uh, uh, beats, it's like it's it's not worth it. So, uh, we want uh, we want him to feel the the vibe of the songs that uh, we're going to play in the future. So that's the reason that we're planning to make a
2: new album again and yeah. more
1: music videos.
2: We also don't want him to get compared with the previous drummers, cause yeah. they're all they're all different I- individuals. They have different styles, Biles. so they have their own flavors as well.
0: Right, right. Because each one brings their own flavor and
2: true. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> and the drummer right now, I think the flavor is strawberry.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, right. <laughs> So, so, guys, what's your message to the viewers of this video and listeners of this podcast? Yeah,
1: my message to the viewers of uh, this podcast or video, like, please continue supporting Janice's Chan- uh, channel because uh, you can watch totally different kind of segments when it comes to uh, this kind of vlog. Uh, so, like us... so. Uh, like what we have today, uh, a different conversations. Uh, every episode has a different conversation. You don't normally um, watch this to the normal TV shows. So keep on supporting his channels. And uh, thank you also, Jana, for having an opportunity to this uh, show that you have today. And uh, if you guys are free, you can drop by to our Facebook account, which is Sagrado also to the youtube videos or youtube channel and instagram so let's see each other in the in the future if uh, you're going to attend the gig in the philippines or maybe someday uh, in your country outside the philippines
2: if you see us uh, if ever you attend our gig uh, if you see us uh, just approach us and talk to us we'll let's talk about uh, music, let's drink <laughs> and uh, let's talk about
1: Bukake onslaught. <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: right. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> uh, guys, anybody you want to shout out to?
2: Uh, Aldrin, your turn first. Okay. Uh, I'd like to, uh, well, shout out to all our supporters, uh, Band Friends, Brutal troop Troops, uh, Otako HQ, there's going to be our CTC and my, our skater classmates and the people in Alaxan San G.C. And my Madam le as well. Steven? Of course.
1: All right. Uh, I want to give shout outs to all viewers. Like, uh, uh, if you really, I mean, if you like this segment, please do share it to your friends. And also, um, my brothers in Sagrado J, Jin, Mac. I know uh, that you're going to watch this so I hope that uh, you I mean I hope that you're proud of us today <laughs> and then um, our manager Dijan and our tech noms shout shoutouts to you guys uh, I wanted to thank uh, catharsis production all under heaven production so those are the uh, uh, organizer or the events that we played back then mm-hmm. um, Please also support Killing Fields this coming September twenty fourth under twelve gauge production, which is one of my buddy. Um, he's the owner, which is uh, he also has a band called Gormitory, which is a brutal death metal band. Um, my my wife and my son as well. I uh, wanted to give shout out to you guys and with uh, George. That? Yeah, George, our the sound engineer <laughs> from the album that we have. Uh, George also... Frona, you did very well uh, on this project and uh, without you we're incomplete
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks also to Alvin for ah uh, yeah remember our music media ah <laughs> uh, yeah for the the gears um, if you
1: guys uh, are located in the Philippines and if you're if you're looking for a rehearsal studio from the north which is from Quezon City I recommend l- L morbid rehearsal studio. It, um, it's uh, very convenient to you guys, and yeah, they are, they have some very uh, good equipments. Also, uh, the director from the Fujiwara Effect music video, uh, Dabs Ventus. Uh, will uh, In the future, we will work more on the future music videos, and of course, rain, because uh, without rain, I I will not meet China. And also the viewers
0: from China's channel. Right. <clears throat> so Stephen, uh, Odren, thanks for joining the podcast. Uh, I really enjoy talking to you, <laughs> and um, I, uh, I I started listening because now I got to know more of your albums. So I started listening, and I really love to get hands on some of the physicals if 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 whenever it's available, and I'm really looking forward to seeing you guys live. And uh, mm. all the best with your plans.
1: Sure, uh, we're going to send you the physical stuff, and yeah, for further events, uh, we're go- just going to post to our Facebook channel because uh, Filipinos love uh, browsing their Facebook account.
2: True, <laughs>
1: right? Right.
0: <laughs> so, ju- so just tell everybody what's the how how they can reach your Facebook account.
1: Let me just check the proper link.
2: because uh, The actual see. link. Yeah.
1: So all you need to do is to search in Facebook and type in Sagrado. But if you cannot find it out uh, with that kind of uh, process, uh, you can put the hashtag Sagrado, I mean hashtag Sagrado, and then
2: put BDM for Brutal Death Metal. Sagrado yeah. PBDM.
0: Yeah, P for
1: Paul. BDM,
0: <laughs> so so Stephen thanks again thanks for doing this and uh, I'll, I'll see you soon Have I'll see you day. soon
1: and uh, thank you Jana for this opportunity thanks
2: we'll see you soon and we'll talk about Bukhake Onsot again <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys
1: thank you